Hello, and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. This is going to be a very exciting discussion. I am Lana Fen with Huma AI. Today, I have the pleasure of talking with Anders, who is the Chief Digital and Information Officer at Nova Nordisk. Welcome. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Anders, would you like to do a short introduction of you? Happy to do that. Uh, yes, Solana, I, uh, I'm the Chief Digital and Information Officer in, in Nova Nordisk. Uh, and you know Nova Nordisk is a leading uh, company in the diabetes and obesity space, uh, headquartered out of Denmark, but being a worldwide company leading in, in those those areas. I've uh, been in Nova Nordisk in this position for the last uh, five years so right now. Great. So today we're going to talk about AI and generative AI. I think it's favorite topic for both of us. So um, from the um, what Nova Nordics put out, um, the company is quite forward thinking and in terms of how to leverage AI and um, more recently generative AI to really kind of accelerate, bring life-saving medicine to patients. So I'm gonna start by asking a really high level question, right? So how do you see this new wave of AI, generative AI could um, impact the pharma industry? How is it going to accelerate developing life-saving drugs? I think it's actually gonna have a um, quite high impact, uh, no doubt. Uh, I mean, AI <clears throat> machine learning has been around for, for many, many years. And of course we have explored that in many part of the, 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 the value chain. What we see happening now with the Gen AI uh, is the ability to put it in the hands of much more large portions of, of our, our in, uh, employees. And that's going to play a vital role. So I, I see it very optimistic. I think we're going to see different sort of use cases. I, if I start in one corner, I think we're going to see knowledge workers in general, office workers, if you like. They're going to benefit from Gen AI in, in, in our daily life, whether it's about creating a marketing campaign, it's about summarizing uh, information um, about writing a, a memo, maybe make a PowerPoint presentation. So they, they're going to be a lot of uh, value for, for, for knowledge workers to help them creating documents of various sort and, and really speeding up that. Also speeding up consuming, consuming of information. I mean, you can take a very, very simple use case. Uh, let's assume you're missing an important meeting that is recorded and you can get the transcript, you can get a summary of the, the actions, the, the key points, and then you have a five-minute read rather than uh, going through the whole uh, two-hour sort of recording. So so for sure, for, for general knowledge workers, you're going to see a tremendous sort of efficiency gain. You're going to have other, other communities like, well, we might not have many of them in pharma, but we still have people developing software. And I think we can see a tremendous improvement of inefficiency in developing and testing software. So that's another use case. And then, of course, you can go to more, much more specific sort of use cases in 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 the in the drug discovery phase, where where we can go quicker from ideas to to validated targets. Uh, you can you can probably cut lead times from months to to weeks by sorting information, understanding, creating better understanding of the information that that you have at hand um if you're moving on into the to the clinical trials i mean today the data that we generate in in clinical trials is just enormous and it's start to be beyond the human 
capability to actually sort and understand and digest all of that data. So can you have uh, AI, Gen AI uh, help you to create uh, uh, summaries, structures into to that uh, wealth of information, all those biomarkers, all that information you're getting from different sort of angles. That certainly will also help you in, in, in creating high, much more high quality uh, output of the clinical trials. And then, of course, to, to then summarize that data into a submission to authorities, that's a huge work today that can also be automatized in, 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 a, in a large degree. And then final phase, maybe in the in the value chain, I mean, you're going to target uh, patient or doctors and, and, and other people. Then can you, based on AI algorithms, can you zoom in on, on, on more likely healthcare professionals or, or even directly to patients where you can target your, your, your value propo proposition? That's certainly going to have a lot, a lot of value to, 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 to patient and, of course, the, the, the pharma industry. So I see a very, very broad use case uh, from maybe more generic for knowledge workers to more specific in different sort of parts of the, the, the value chain. That's great, that's great. Um, so awesome overview. Um, so we actually um, work quite a bit with um, medical groups um, within pharma. So I'd love to kind of double click it a little bit, maybe take like one of the functionalities mm -hmm. from the entire value chain. We'd love to hear your, your opinion on sort of this, you know, sitting medical, how is it going to, um, to, to really um, accelerate, right? Automate a lot of the knowledge worker within medical to um, to help with strategy, to help with HCP engagements, what have you. Today, um, the drug discovery phase is um, very, very time consuming. Um, it's difficult to uh, to simulate. Uh, you drown drowning in a lot of data. You you basically trial and error. You you make targets. You test them. You verify them in in in, in your labs. I mean, with with modern robots, you can you can do much more testing. But but you need to be able to analyze the data and digest the data, and thereby you can go much faster to to a set of sort of pre-validated targets that you can then bring into the final uh, sort of process to, to verify them. So, so that sort of uh, simulation in the early phases to going to the lab and, and get a reduced number of, of pre-validated targets that you can bring into the process. That's going to be really um, both driving innovation because you're going to have more opportunity to discover uh, new uh, new. Um, uh, molecules or, or combinations, but also bringing it faster to to um, to into the clinical trial phases. Such a great point. That was a great use case. Think about you know um, pharma companies were traditionally drug discovery, developing medicine, right? So software is in a very very supportive role, if you will, right? But now with Gen AI, right? So there's a I think pharma industry is going to maybe get more software engineers, right? Because you did bring up software is going to become this integral part of how we bring life-saving drugs to market to patients. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I mean, the, when when we go to the market for the future, I would expect us to, in many many cases, uh, add uh, digital and data components to the drug components, meaning we have a more of a holistic offer to to our, our patients. Uh, so, so yes, for sure, we, we're also going to add that in, into our product portfolio, no doubt. Great. I'd, I'd like to ask my next question, right? So uh, this actually comes from a lot from the public domain, right? The um, generative AI, gen AI, you know, is it going to, is coming for your jobs, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Particularly, mm -hmm. you know, 
white collar knowledge workers and in life sciences, when we're talking to clients, there's definitely that fear there. I'd love to kind of hear your take. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can fully understand the question. I mean, we, we see uh, reports on, on uh, efficiency gains 15 to 25% for, for office workers, 50% for software developers and so on and so forth. So do I see that? Do we see that as a, as a threat? No, not necessarily. I think if you go back to any technology shift in history, that has only led to to continuous sort of evolution of the of the mankind, if you like. And and what typically happens, yes, you you, you gain some efficiency, but you you're putting that into play in in other parts. So, and, and particularly in a field uh, like pharma, where uh, at least for Novo Nordisk, the the opportunities are quite uh, high. I mean, we have many many opportunities to deploy. And I mean, in in our sort of daily life, we actually prioritize quite hard on, on what uh, what medicines we, we we can afford to investigate and and if we can free up capacity we can have more innovation capacity I'm quite con convinced we're gonna just put that into use uh, to tr to try to discover more medicine uh, to drive to drive it to, to to the market stage so I'm I wouldn't be at all concerned about uh, future employment. I think we're going to see a lot of opportunities to continue to de develop and deliver value to our patients. Great. Thank you so much, Anders Ramar, CDIO of Nova Nordics, for joining me today. That was a fantastic discussion on the exciting topic. Please visit cdomagazine.tech for additional interviews. Thank you very much, Lana. It was a pleasure.